Cryptography is my favorite topic in the entire cybersecurity domain. I'll be using the word crypto to refer to cryptography, and in this case, I do mean cryptocurrency stuff. For a while now, I've been thinking about randomness and uniform datasets. Believe it or not, it's a fascinating subject, but at the same time, it's really complicated. Cryptography by nature is the art of hiding information in a way that will ensure that it's secrecy for a long period of time. And in our modern days, we redefined it for including various properties such as integrity and doing various operations like hashing and signing messages and much more stuff. Today, in the Cyber Riddler, we will discuss how brutal it is if we don't use PRNG and TRNGs, pseudo-random number generators and true random number generators to try to achieve randomness. You're listening to The Cyber Riddler, where we decipher the offensive and defensive side of the cyber world. I'm Ahmed Murabi. The idea behind BRNGs is to provide some random values that are hard to predict. But computers are deterministic machines and it's so difficult to get new real random data. In this case, we need an algorithm to give us a real random data. But most of these algorithms have an internal state to seed up the generator. And every time, this internal state should be updated to ensure that the next round will give you a different results. For the attackers, there is a straightforward method and that is simply require the attacker to reconstruct the internal state from the output of the function. Personally, I think this is a classic attack and you can't guarantee the outcome every time. Maybe the attacker can succeed if there is any flaw in the implementation phase, but this is a story for another day. For now, let's assume that the system is really well implemented and that the computer just got booted, so this means that the computer does not have enough entropy to take seed from. So you will end up with predicted values. Let's assume that you manage to feed the entropy pool with different events like mouse movement or any type of events. You will still have small number of entropy and the attacker simply can put many requests to construct the internal state again. In 2015, I have released an application on the Android market called CryptoGhost. It was an encryption software. It helped people encrypt their personal files and share them with other users securely. I didn't update it for a while now, but I remember I put more thoughts on PRNGs and it did exhaust me when I thought of where to get true random events so I can construct the internal state of my application and just feed it to the algorithm. Because using random class in any of the programming languages is not secure at all, trust me on this. So I was checking arbitrary events like user touch screen events, cache, time and other factors to try to feed up my entropy pool with enough entropy to be used in case I needed some random event. One old example is Shamir, S-H-A-M-I-R. Shamir was the first to publish PRNG that is proved to be cryptographically strong in the sense of unpredictability. Shamir's scheme is based on the RSA public key encryption function. Its strength is proved to be the same level of certainty of some known computational tasks, such as the existence of one-way function. The difficulty of factoring integers and assumption of having P on Q, remember the RSA huge random prime numbers? But, of course it's not practical because it needs a lot of calculation. Two attacks suffered from the randomness problem. I recall the Lynx Debian OpenSSL1 and the CryptoCat Secure Messenger. On Debian, 
They removed the code that was made to get random data, and the application used predicted values for the internal state, such as process ID and some other predicted data as well. Another example is CryptoCat. In CryptoCat, the developer used JavaScript for writing the software, which represents number internally as 8-byte floating point numbers. Usually, 8-byte floats allow you to represent integers up to beyond 32 bits, though, annoyingly, this numeric number doesn't extend all the way to 64-bit integers. Numbers run out of integer precision at 2 to the power 53, which correspond to nearly, but not quite, 16 decimal digits of precision. They constructed a text string representing a random 16 digits or 53-bit decimal number somewhere from like 0 to 0 0.999. So with this, you can see CryptoCat random values are not really random. I advise you to check the full post explaining these steps in details. I think you would be amazed by the amount of dedications crypto analysts take to find these attacks. So, the best defense against these problems is to have a huge number of entropy so you can mix it and feed it to the internal state and you can make the attacker guess let's say over like 2 to the power of 128 but this is just a theoretical solution making estimate of the number of entropy is kind of difficult but at least you got the idea you have to consider a large number of entropy and you have to consider it in the implementation phase I know that most of you will not build a crypto system but it's good to know that these things under the hood play a huge difference in the security side of the cyber world you have been listening to The Cyber Riddler, presented by me, Ahmed Murabi. Follow us on Twitter on at CyberRiddler account or me personally at A-L-M-O-R-A-B-E-A, Al-Murabi. Consider sharing this episode with anyone you think is interested in cryptography and its attacks and algorithms. Yes, don't use random class ever for your crypto applications. Till next time, have a great one.